Welcome back, at least the ones who are back. The ones who are not will be uh, hopefully catching up. And it's very good that we're in the Tfilah Sugiya for Elul, because that will help us hopefully with the uh, davening. We're going to start tonight, the next two weeks or so, on trying to finish up, we're not really finished, but the Sugi we were in was trying to figure out which part of Tfilas are Nogea to Noshim and Anoshim and just Nogea to Noshim and what is the Minig, what is not the Minig. Uh, with that, if you recall, before the summer, the last few weeks, we got involved in what they can eat before davening, Kishmak Masudin, we got back at the pizza, and Pasa Bekisnin, and that's always good right before the summer. I heard about that last week of Shear all through camp with um, the various sizes of pizzas and hot dogs, and so it definitely uh, came in handy. So the next part, which I have in front of you, is a Chuvitz Rabbi Kibager. It was uploaded well, a few months ago already, so if you're um, looking for it, listening later, there's a finite amount of uploads. You're doing it per year still, right? So it's under that same link. If you don't have the link, please let us know. We'll send it out again. Uh, this is actually a eight-page copy, nine-page copy. Yeah, nine pages. And the Pella is, it just shows you we've had a number of examples of this. You would think it would be Muvura long before Chubas Rebbe Vegar, whether women are or are not Mechayavis in Tulas Musaf. That pretty basic Shaila Musaf comes once a week. And it comes up a lot over Yamtiv. It's going to bake. And Yamtiv, they come for Musaf, they come for Takiyas, which also they're not Mechiavisim, but that already is the Menigailum. And often they're coming to Shul, and understandably so, with the kids alike and various uh, Shibudim, they're coming Kriya which is a Dian whether they have a Chiv or not. Magadavam says they do. The Menig, probably more often than not, is that they didn't. And there's a Shailah Bechla where the laning is on the Tzibur, the Yachid. If it's on the Yachid, uh, many assume that it didn't include them. Magadavram was not convinced of that. And then they hear from Musuf. So it's ironic how the one Tzibur week that they were often davening and davening with Tzibur and had time for it because his job was Musuf and Yantif. And Musuf takes up... Uh, Baruch Hashem, a lot of space in the time spent and focus on it. So that adds to the Chiddush over here, that as you will see over the next week plus, it's not at all pushed that there are Mechiyavis. It's not clear what the Minig was. Well, Minig was, that's when they got there, so they davened. To the extent, and this is very Nagaya, if they're coming and they're coming during laning, should they daven Shacharis at that time? Should they daven... Musaf, should they daven shachar? So we're davening Musaf. Is that a din feel a bit zebra? Thank you, thank you. Which is a din for men, but that shouldn't come up that much. I've been asked. Uh, it's always better to be asked than not to be asked. But when somebody keeps asking a lot, uh, can we go over the sheets again? If, if I'm davening one davening and they're davening another, may it feel a bit zebra? That's not a great sign. Uh, again, better not asking, better not trying. But it's interesting that for the Nashim Sikhaniyas, that's when they come. And again, understandable, not a taina. But that might be the one tefillah they're 
have no shaykhs to shachas and mincha we already spent a few months on it's pretty clear they are the minig was they may do with the shavu v'kashon adaya because I think it's a patamana mitzvah in the various that term but if they could do shacharis and mincha and the chavetz chaim in the mishabura even though it says he told his rebbezin just to say bechazashachar or some variation of medani that's certainly going to be a milo or the ikar adin as we had last uh, last year Musuf is going to be a debate that begins with Abikivager. There probably are somewhere beforehand, but I didn't even look for them because Rabbi Kivager, when he mentions this Derech Agav and what we're about to start off with, says Derech Agav that he doesn't think they are, but even he's not sure because he's, he's the word Lechayra. So a basic Shaila like this, so why isn't it written up? So the answer is usually everybody was assuming one way or another, or I think in this case, more likely, the ones who were making it to Shul were davening Musaf possessed when they got there, and the ones that weren't were in davening Musaf and they were happy to have time to shachris at home. So I don't think it, I don't think it came up. But after the Kivager, we just have a small sampling of the who's who in Chuvas. You're going to see that it's quite a debate, and the riyas are fascinating, and the middle of the sugiyas besides this nageta half a klaisrol is it forces you to go back and figure out what each takana is for the men. What is musaf? What is a keneged? How is it different than shachras and mincha? So this is uh, going to be extremely important for that understanding. We're going to have, hopefully, the ability to get into try to understanding where chinuch begins and ends. And you're, you don't have enough information right now to understand what that has to do with musaf for men or for women. Within a couple of nights, you can understand that it plays a pretty big role, and there's a fascinating uh, on it. So as we find it in this edition, and there are makaris that discuss basic things like barshapatarani and where it plays a role, just to whet the appetite. Barshapatarani, you say with sheimachas, without sheimachas, many years without sheimachas, unless you have many otherwise. But there's a shayla that has to be addressed, which our Moshe happens to raise. Why would we have a bracha in any form, let alone possibly Hashem Amalchus? Why are we celebrating Baruch Hashem? He's off my case. He's out of my debit department. <laughs> no achrayas. Why is that a cause for celebration? You can exhale and say, okay, it's a little bit easier to breathe. No, did you ever have? You, you must have thought about this as you were saying. Like, why? Why were they misakin? We don't have brach. We have brachas for mitzvahs, assays. We don't have brachas for pottering ourselves. Usually, that's hashkafically very krum. We're not looking to potter ourselves. We understand over here. You know, the parents of don't want to get punished. Okay, so maybe some ye wrote some or something like that. I don't know if we're going to fully address that, but. It's going to force us to Ramesh and trying to explain that gives us a very uh, new look at what Chinuch is and how far it goes. And Ramesh holds is not new, he holds it's Pashit. So, again, you're probably wondering what that has to do with Musaf. We'll get to that in due time. Let's uh, begin on page one. This is in the middle of a sugya of Asedech say which I'll be discussing after Mincha today with Gedilim Tasalach and Shatnis and Sitzis and where it applies. 
and he's trying to examine what type of assays we're talking about and do we have an assay that's Deichalesa say when it's not Shava Bechol if you remember from various sugyas there are most mitzvahs of Shava Bechol they apply to Kainim Levim Yisraelim and once in a while you have mitzvahs only apply to Kainim or only apply in certain circumstances so it could be a weaker assay in that case that's called Assay Shana Shava Bechol and jump right now to the second paragraph of the first column it's not important, it's very important for the sugya, but we're not going through 90% of the tshuva, I want to focus just on this one paragraph he's making the argument that an asay that is not necessarily stronger in terms of an afkamina of what has kadima now the inyan of kadima comes up a lot in sugyas and shas this gemara brochus is a famous one and interestingly enough we bump into this regularly on a zebra level on Rosh Hashanah and we don't do what the Maskana should be on Rosh Hashanah most people are davening past Chatzais and if you start Musa before Chatzais which many people are doing the Shaila doesn't come up but if you first start after Chatzais and it's Ma'am Mincha already so the Gemara is a Shaila what goes first Mincha or Musaf so Tzvi you don't have to worry we don't have the Ishu over here, we have a nice long davening, but we start most of uh, beforehand. But there are places that don't, and yeshivas, and other places that maybe start later. And this Shiloh would come up. So, why is it Nagay over here? So, again, look at the second paragraph. It's now 1.34 in the afternoon. I picked that odd number because I think that was his man today. So it's 1.34, and you have not yet Dav Mincha, obviously, and you didn't Dav Musaf either. Which, again, the rest of the year, that would be alarming. That means somebody started davening very late, or they daven very carefully, which is good. One of the two. Mincha Kadim, the Tadir, and Tadashan Tadir, there are other columns as well, but Tadashan Tadir is a popular one, and it, Mincha is Tadir as compared to Musuf. So Bekivega says, the Gemara could have said another reason. Tadir is one reason. What didn't the Gemara say? Why don't they say Achilik? Well, Mincha goes first, because Mincha is Shava Bechol. It's Nagea to men, women, Kayan, Levim, Yisraelim, and Atnagay over here, as opposed to Musuf, which is not Shava Bechol, with the assumption that women are not Bechayavis and Musuf. So, did the Gemara say that? The Gemara didn't say that. The Gemara quoted Tadir. Why not? Meaning Shachas Amincha, Musuf, and Shava Bechol. How does Rabbi Kivega know that? So he explains the next line. Dilachaira, that's a very key word over here. You would think Rabbi Kivager for making a sweeping statement like that. Musaf is not Shabachol, meaning it's only negate to the men, not to the women. So you would think he would bring Rayas and document that he doesn't, he will bring a Raya, but he starts off with the word Lachaira, because there's no Beferish Gemara that says whether Nashem Amachiyavis in Musaf or not. Lachaira Nira, he thinks the steam is Hasugyas, the Nashim Paturis Mitzvilas Musaf. Why? Kivan the Nashim La Yeshaiklis. Now here's the basic aside of Rabbi Kivega, which many argue on. He says as follows 
if you remember from the first few months of the uh, sugya, why is there a chiyav for Nashim to Davin, Shachris, Amincha? Would have been Meir to Zavis Shus, so that even the men are being quote unquote machmir, so they want to find, but it's not a chiyav. What the Gemara say? Why are they mechiyav? It's not grama. So the Gemara says, whether that's the girsa or the explanation, is racham eninu. They need to daven for their needs. No. So Musuf Lukhaira, I'm saying Lukhaira because some want to argue not so, that Musuf is also Rachame. So you have, to, you have Bakoshis in Musuf, and Rachame and Binyan Abayas, but let's assume for a moment it's not Rachame. So what is Musuf Kenegid? Kabanis. That's the assumption that uh, everybody might, might agree with. Nobody agrees with it. And who is the carbon brought for? Well, who pays for the carbon? So the chiyav masa shekel, Klai Yisrael pays for it. They give him masa shekel, yearly mitzvah. They come and collect, and it pays for the kabbonis. No, do the nashim tzidkaniyas give in to masa shekel? Is there an obligation to give in? The answer is no. Even if they have money, not because of masha kan sishekanabala. There's no chiyav for women to give masa shekel. So Bikivager assumes this is going to be a big point of. Because he assumes that if they're not giving in the shkalim, there's no chiv ending shkalim, and they have no shaykhis to Musaf as a regular carbon sea. But you say, well, I have no shaykhis to Tamar Shoshachar either, or Tamar Shavayim. I said, that's fine. But the reason I have a shaykhis is because it's Rachamanin, not because it's come as a member. All tefillahs are two different things. There's Avis, that's Rachamanin, the art of tefillah, the chashivas of tefillah, the need for tefillah, and then there's Kenegar Kabanis. So I keep simply saying, Kabbalah has to do with who, who pays Shkalim, and they don't pay in the Shkalim, and therefore there's no Takana for them in that. It's Fei Dinim and Tfilah, that we know already. So Mamela, Kivin Danashim Lo Yashaklas, Einlam Chelebe Kabbalah Sibirm. That's a big say, Einlam Chelebe Kabbalah Sibirm. Just think about that for a moment, because we're going to be coming back to that a lot. Rabbi Kivager is making a number of assumptions over here. That's Rabbi Kivager. So everybody starts off being Rabbi Kivager, agree or disagree. And he says they don't pay in Shkalim, which is a fact. And therefore they have no chilek in the carbon of Sibirm. And that's fine, they don't have a chiv to. And Mamela, there's no shaykhis that they have to Musuf, because Musuf is not Rachame, it's connected to carbon, and they don't have shaykhis to the carbon. So therefore, he says, Lachaira women are not this in Musaf. And that's why the Gemara, we have an option over here, one Shavachal, one's not Shavachal versus Tadir, and that's again the part of the whole Tshuva, which one is Amayla, which one's not. And he says that uh, this part of his Raya, that Shavachal or not, doesn't make a difference. The Gemara didn't say that's an Afkamiya, the Gemara only quoted Tadir. But that's not important for our Sugi. What's important is he's using his Raya that. Lachera Musaf is not Shav Bechol because half a class all doesn't do it because that no Shaykhs and that is Musaf and those who didn't pay in had no Shaykhs of Korban Zebra. That's a lot to internalize. We're going to get back to these points one by one. But that is a big statement. Now, uh, why do we bring Kabbalahs? I know it's a very open ended question because Hashem said so. Okay, but we know that in the, uh, we don't need any Pshat and Zezakasa, but. Kabbalahs, even not Shacharis and Musaf, even not Shacharis and Mincha, Tamash Ben Abayim, Kabbalahs bring us closer to Baruch all mitzvahs do, but the Avaidah itself is an integral part of Yiddishkeit. All Kabbalahs, Tamash Shachar, Tamash Ben Abayim, Keteris, Musaf, 
but to make which one it is. Kivegar just said, we just saw it here, that's all one paragraph, it's the only paragraph we're doing this. Kivegar, he said, women don't pay in, and they don't have to, and that's fine, and apparently they weren't machmer to pay in, if you can even be machmer or something like that. Well, it uh, might be a part of this, and they have no shaykhs to musuf, and his lashon over here is, enlem chelip ekabana sibur. Enlem chelip ekabana sibur means that they don't have the schus of the Kabbalah Sea, but they don't have the protection of the Kabbalah What does it mean? Kabbalah is not trying to take anything away from those kinds. He's just stating a fact. It's a pretty important shayla. It's highly doubtful. It means that they don't get the benefit of Kabbalah Sea. Or you could say, Nashim's Kabbalah would like this second possibility, and that is they don't need the benefit. There's uh, somewhat of a halach. It's a little bit overused and sometimes mixed with a lot of apologetics. But uh, the Indian alpinista, the, the, the women that don't have more mitzvahs because they don't need it because the neshama is higher. We're not getting into that now. That's a, a little bit. Uh, there is possibly such a yesaid, but it's uh, I've seen it pretty butchered and uh, overused and misquoted. Um, the Svara, the operating pusher shot mitzvah to the Magrama, is that they have a shibud to the Bible. That's a very, if you're trying to do apologetics, which you should never try to do, by the way, uh, basically, you know, that, those are polar opposites. If you're trying to explain to somebody that wouldn't understand it anyway, for care purpose, whatever, you've got to be very careful not to misrepresent. I'm not saying both shotim are, are sort of, but, but the second thing you just raised is more push-up shot. Then the other thing, and they're trying to explain the same thing because all the things there, Paturus from are because it's Mangroma. That's the main limud. It's not the whole list, but they have two very divmachim. I'm not saying there's no room for a little of each, but but that's um, a controversial. Uh, not that we shy away from controversy. There's nothing controversial about the Achranim who quoted the question is to quote it accurately. But that's not necessarily the purpose of it. Kivager is just saying that they're not part of it. So obviously, if they're not part of it, that means on some level they don't need it. Uh, that part doesn't bother me. The Acharnam are going to argue on this. There are a number of parts to this one paragraph that you could disagree with. Uh, one of them is going to be this line, the big one. is going to be this line that says, well, they, they're part of the Muslim because they need this course that's being brought on behalf of Kleisrael, and they're part of Kleisrael. In fact, they don't pay in. They have no to pay in. So if it's brought on their behalf, why shouldn't, why are we davening Musaf? Can I get the Krebba Musaf? So why shouldn't they do that? They had a shaykhus to the Musaf. Rabbi Kivik says not so. That's his right. Everybody following so far? So this is uh, pretty, a lot of, um, a lot of lumbus to explain. He's assuming A, B, C, D. They weren't shaykhus, everybody agrees. They weren't shaykhus, therefore they had no shaykhus. So, that's the words over here. It doesn't mean they're missing something. It means they've never had the need in the first place. However, you explain that. So that's going to be an issue. Not to be agrees with that. And even Rabbi Kiva Eger himself just says, L'chaira is trying to weave this into that sugya. Is this Enoshav Bechol or not? If everybody, men and women, are high in this, it doesn't have a raya. That's why he's assuming, no, they're not. And an say that's not Shav Bechol is not weaker. That's the proof in the context of this tshuva. Okay, so far so good. Take a look at just the footnote. It gives you some of the uh, small mixes of the Marmachemis. We're going to see even more. But take a look at the numbers in the bottom. Shut be Yitzchak, Kasev. 
It's just to, I want to show you this to see what Kasha is going to deal with, and you're going to get an inkling of why this might be Nagea to Chinuch and Ketanim. Which is what Rabbi Kivega says. It's the obvious kasha, which you all should have been jumping out of your seats and screaming, yelling about, but you don't want to do that in the first day. Just to show off, is Kainim didn't give in Shkalim either, and either did Levim. And Ketanim didn't give in on the 13, but there's a Machlek Yisrishainim. At what age they're Mechuyavim in Shekel. This is a rare, it's not rare, it's like one of the only examples of this. The Rishonim behold, 13, like any other mitzvah, and other Rishonim say 20, based on Sukkim. There are no mitzvahs that start at 20. The 20 business about the Chiyam Yisdeh Shemayim, by the way, is another sugya that's way overdone and misquoted. Uh, I've had teenagers between the age of 13 and 20. That's what teenagers are, right? So... Matter of fact, that's exactly the range. <laughs> and uh, I've had them, like, say chadvarim or various conversations. They say, well, I heard that, yeah, bar mitzvah was very nice, and I know I count for a minion, and I, I put on tefillin, and I but, you know, it's really serious at 20. I said, not exactly. It's really serious at 13. Somebody, Rahman Hassan's Machal Shabbos, would give him skila. At 13, not at 20. There's no dispensation over there. Why? Yeah, yeah, that's a good example. And that's really young. That's like, just by mitzvah, you only got a window of three months, which we hope never to be used. And one sheet holds, never used, and happens to be once you're raising it because it's not getting to the parsha. Um, you ask anybody in the street, you can wake up in the middle of the night. And it's Ben Samer, he'll start mumbling something like, We happen not to pass like that, Mondamer. Just for the <laughs> certain things, like get a life of its own, you know. <laughs> It's like easier. People have a psychological issue with uh, this is scary. So yeah, they like that mandamer. It just happens to be the Ram. It's no get to other dinim. That mandamer says It's impossible physically because that shita held. The parents have to look the same, be the same height, same voice, and which means there are physical issues, and they couldn't have kids. Of course, We don't pass the Ramam doesn't pass like the whole thing. I don't want to get very psychologically bent out of shape, but we're not, uh, we don't have uh, things today for other reasons. But uh, yeah, that's just, it's funny. You ask anybody about Samar, they, they start muttering this, uh, this shita like it's almost like they got to say a disclaimer for it. So that was just since you, since you brought it up. But yes, 13 is serious. Um, there are no mitzvahs that apply at 20, except for maybe Shkalem, and even that's Malchus Yishan, based on the Pesukim. And the induction of the army was 20, and, uh, and there, were, there were different rayas, but that's not a separate mitzvah. That was just a, a need. And the age happens to be 20, not 18, per the Chumash, as we, we have many Pesukim that say that. And Lamaisa, he's referring to the fact, and he says it here in the second line, Ketanem mi ben chof, which means that we have a bigger issue, and that is okay, Nashim are not davening for the Almud anyway. Put it this way, they're not davening for the Almud in shuls that would be clearing the Shaila and holding in the Sugya. Let's put it that way. So, <laughs> that's not too... No, yeah, why? Yeah, no, so this is where it's coming from. Yeah, so you're going to hear us. I told this as fee many years ago. I told you the story that happened. Uh, you were away one Shabbos. We don't give you too many of those. But uh, you were away... And I turned around, and one of our very fine young men was Davani Musaf. Did a beautiful job. But I knew that it's because you weren't here. 
because you had asked me about it, and whoever sent them up was fine. No, it's this sugya. We're going to hear it in detail now, but this is where it starts from. It's like a f- funny place to find it, but as you know, all the sugyas and shas are related. <laughs> so this is an example. So we're talking about musav. Now we're going to talk about ketanim. It's going to get to chinuch, but the shaylas you see coming, which we just yeah, raised. Sometimes people like yeah, and he likes, he's up there and he's leaning, and he's like, that. yeah, so I don't, remember the policy was, I told you, I don't, once he, once I heard you comporting in a voice that sounded familiar, I didn't pull him down. I didn't even say anything. I just made him out to know, yes, he's not here. Because you would have, because you asked me at a time, and I, I knew that would happen, and the other guy did a fine job, and they probably never asked me about this, and this is a sugi in Shkalom, like, where would you, where'd you know this from, and unless it was Lamaisa, but what he's starting to get at, and he doesn't even raise it in his footnote, but we're going to get to it, is that if women aren't giving, so Rabbi Kivega just said, they don't have shaykhs to this most of that we're going to discuss. But Rabbi Kivega clearly holds they're intertwined. So he's asking, well, if it's Tully, and who's paying for this? So then you have Kainim and Levim, so they're not Chayiv to Davin Musaf. It should follow according to Abiki Veger. So you have to make a chilek. Abiki Veger is not talking about Kaim Levim, but he, he would have mentioned it. And clearly, when we Davin Musaf here in the Shul, the Kaim Levim do not walk out. Um, if they're walking out and they're going somewhere, they shouldn't be going anyway. Uh, it might be now Marisayim is going to think that's because they're not giving the shkalim and they're on strike for Musaf. There is no such thing, and nobody holds like that. This is a Shailad. Nobody holds a Maskana there, but there is. And then you have the sheet as a whole between 13 and 20. If it's under 13, wouldn't be a kasha, they're not diving for the element anyway. But one of the over here is going to be the main Afkaminas are Katanim. Mukhid Dab Musav, yeah, Mitam Chinuch. Are 13, 14, 15 year olds Mukhid Dab Musav? Of course. The Nafkamina for us, one Nafkamina is, can you tell him to go home? He doesn't have Dab Musav. He wants to go learn. He doesn't have Dab Musav. The other Nafkamina is, should he be davening for the Ambud? Because if he's davening for the Ambud, he better be Chayev because he's the Shliat Sibur. Now, I know you're going to say, we don't have any Amaratsim today and he's not really being made to say anybody. That's true, but it's like Chanuch, Chazar Sashas, has to be somebody who would have been in the position to be made to somebody. And if he's not Mechuyev, then that's a problem. So now we have all potential Shliot Sebers between the age of 13 and 20, unless we answer up the Shaila. But we have other issues. We have Kaim and Levim, and they're certainly Mechuyev to Dab and Musaf. That's what's so exciting, and just the first Marmokam of the Sugi is that why, why are Noshim different than the list over here, Kaim, Levim, and Katanim? That's what the Basis is asking. Shepeter, Mishkalim, or it's Lisa Machlekes. Yiftu, Mi Musaf, third line down the footnote. Afshan Emma, Shekatanim, Asachal, Chiyuvis. You say, well, Katanim's not a Kasha, because they're going to be Machlekes later. What he's alluding to here is the fact that even if they're not Machlekes now, but it's certainly in Yenid Chinuch. Interesting. We're talking about the 13 through 20, so he's, if that's what he means, that there's Chinuch for a 13 year old, what happened to Baruch Shepatarani? That's why that's going to be part of the issue over here. And we know that it's not true. We know that Kayim Levim are certainly Mechiyavim to Davin Musaf. It's not Talian who pays for it. Maybe it's Talian who benefits from it. In which case, women should benefit, even though Abiki Vega said they're not really Bechlal the Karbim. That's what I was bavarning before. That they're not Bechlal doesn't mean they don't get the benefits of the Schusim. You're bringing a Karbim Musaf for Klai Yisrael. 
אם כן, אין שייך להקדם תפילת מנחה משום שהיא שר בחול. בסיס רזגים, רבי קיבא אגרס ראי would fall away, כי גם מוסר שר בחול, שאנשים חייבים, not like רבי קיבא אגרס אסמשן. חיים מוכר בסטימס הפסקים. Now here, it's always nice to see סטימס הפסקים, because that's why I started the shir today. What was Chai Yisrael doing? What was the minig? Why is this only coming up with רבי קיבא אגר? And all the truth is after רבי קיבא אגר. So... The Beis Yitzchak is arguing with Kivegar, and he's assuming the Stimas HaPeskim in the Sugya is we have one Mishnah, one Black Amar, we've been on one Amud, and it says, Nashim HaMachiyah V'sadavin. It didn't make any exceptions of Musaf. Rabbi Kivegar would answer to that, of course it didn't make any exceptions. It's Pashit, even though he said the word L'Chayra. It didn't say Pashit, but it's always going to be like that. He said, I've talked about Musaf, Musaf is not Rachamek. You can easily answer this. The Gemara says, My Taima. The Gemara says, Rachamek Nidu. Musaf is not Rachamek, even though some argue in arguing with Rabbi Kivegar, that is Rachamim, because it has Pesukim of Rachamim and Bakashas, but assuming not, Beis Tain is a steam as nobody talked about it before. That's the surprising part. Nobody before Rabbi Kivegar said it, he thinks it's because they all assumed, Dinashim Chayev is Betfila, Velachoku Bein Musuf, Lashari Tfilas, and there was no Chilik. Again, Rabbi Kivegar would say, they didn't point out the Chilik because you didn't have to, because it was Pashit, which is always going to be the Machlekes. But it is quite amazing that it's not really brought up before Rabbi Kivager. Take a look at page 3. Let's skip over to page 2. That's the Beis Yitzchak we just... Uh, actually, he was quoting a Beis Yitzchak, actually. But we'll skip over the Beis Yitzchak because the print is a little shy. What? Sorry, what was the Maskana of the footnote? No, I'm just pointing out that the kashas we have to deal with in the Sugya, some of them, we have more, is that Rabbi Kivager is... Very much leaning, he says, very much leaning that women have no shaykhs to abyss, they don't pay in, and it's telling Shkalim, so Kainim don't pay in, and Levim don't pay in. So he's arguing, Rabbi Kivega. That's the, uh, the Ber Yitzchak he's quoting. It's Yitzchak has a tshuva, and he raises some of these arguments as well. Go to page three. The Shalom Eshev of Nathanson. So it's very interesting that. Yeah, I, I didn't read the last line of Kivega. Go back to page one for a minute because he's going to quote the same Achron and this is going to be a major deal. Um, look back at the Kivega for a moment, the end of the paragraph. So, as uh, we probably mentioned in a shear, if it came up, before it came up, uh, one of the shear, Shabbos afternoon it came up, and I'll get it to. Um, one of the very jarring tshuvas quoted in the Vesam Rosh, which is part of the reason why many claim that Vesam Rosh is a forgery. Uh, it's not quite, it's not exactly common to have a machlekes later achreinim, whether what they're quoting from Rishayinim is a forgery. Uh, this is one of the, um, I would say, shining examples, but it's not too shining because we're not proud of it on the side it is. The good news is Rabbi Kivager just quoted it without comment. Okay, that's came out before Abikiv Eger, but it could be history then had rayas that it was a forgery or part thereof. Well, it's quoted, and sometimes it's quoted with a lot of fireworks, as I'll, I'll mention briefly. This is important whenever it comes up. It's also important to keep balance in these sugyas because people get very heated over something like this. We don't have too many examples of this, Baruch Hashem. The problem is to compound the issue. This is not a shayla weather somebody forged an Acheron, this is allegedly, Sambrash is the Rosh, as in the Rosh, as in Chuvasa Rosh. We have a Chuvasa Rosh separately. That's not a Shaila. And we have the Rosh in the back of the Gemara. That's not a Shaila. The Basama Rosh is a Shaila. 
And the fact that Rabbi Kivaker quoted either is a raya that uh, it's legit, or it's a raya that they didn't have any raya yet that it wasn't, and that's not a kasha Rabbi Kivaker. And I'll explain in a moment. I believe there's a middle shita. My father happened to have written a sefer many decades ago on the Pesam Rosh, analyzing uh, uh, the raya for against. And I have a copy of it at home. And um, the, it's a heated discussion because he has chuvas like this, regular standard chuvas with chidushim, because trying to figure out whether Mechiavus and Musa Rabbi Kivaker just quoted him that he said he agrees with me that they're not. But uh, there's some, I don't want to use the word zany on the side that it's really the rush. That would be very improper. On the side that it was forged a part thereof, the allegation is that it was put out by a maskil. The original maskilim were still orthodox or looks orthodox, whether they believe in the other gamelim as the different shayla, and very camouflaged and scholarly. So it, because today you wouldn't say, how do you find maskils to put out? It <laughs> wouldn't happen because we don't have those types of people. But in the early days, one of the people who supposedly found it and brought it to light, brought it to print and published it, edited it, so editing is already, uh, if you edit something and take out an extra letter with a typo, that's one thing, even that we do very carefully. The allegations over here that either he fabricated the whole thing, brilliant guy, or he padded it with his own chidushim and we don't know what's real and what's not. And the truth is probably, like many things in life, probably in the middle somewhere, is that maybe he did find some manuscript, but it wasn't much to publish, and he had an imagination. And he was also maybe an apicarius or Redifus Akavan, and he padded it. And Baruch Hashem, we rarely have this problem. Our is pretty good. We, we know which firm we have. I had this mindset with Yerushalmi uh, later on, the time of the Arasameach, just and the guy was absolutely, you got to be an Eloi to do this. He wrote a Yerushalmi. And he claimed he found the Yushalmi manuscript, which, and we, there are Masechtas who don't have Yushalmi's on, so that's quite a find, like almost priceless. And he almost got away with it, it's just that he forgot in his generation that had people like the Arasameach. <laughs> and the, we're not going to go into the Maisa now, but it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The Arasameach, this is without any computers, or just his mind was a computer. Same town, yeah. and same. <laughs> but how did he find it? The guy was an Eloy, and he, he carefully covered his tracks, and he did a great work. It always gets me a little nervous around perm time. People sometimes write these spoofs and the thing like Amar. Some of them are downright late sonus, and I think they shouldn't be printed on a day that's Yom Kippurim. Some of them are half decent and just a little cute. Okay, then it's perm. And so I saw one that was scary. It reminded me of this, of this Misa until you got like halfway down the Omid in Tesis and you started talking about Obama. Then you knew it was perm. Uh, but I, I'm not so sure we approve of that using mixing the politics into a. Yeah, I made a whole. It was a, it was a spoof. It was a parody. But I'll leave that for remind me before perm. Anyway, had the Osamir figure out, he said in the Yushami throughout Shas, the real Yushamis, there's one name in the Italian Yushami that doesn't appear in any of the other ones. And the guy forgot to put one in. Can you imagine? And the Osamir caught it. Is that a pella? Is that a pella? Yeah, although uh, the Rogachov was about as Litvish a Rebbe as you can get for the Chassidim in that town, but that's a different story. I'm not, it's uh, all good, even if it was a Rebbe Rebbe. But, uh, but yeah, you, you're aware of that, right? <laughs> it's like, uh, but yeah, there must have been, to be in that town for Shabbos must have been quite interesting. Uh, Lamaisa, the, they had a lot of Atzlocha 
figuring that out pretty quickly that Yerushalmi, that, that would have been a fiasco. The Basam Rosh, the jury's still out, and that's why it could be there was some manuscript and it was padded. He has, uh, we'll stop here because we're not going to get to the next one, but Rabbi Kiveger quotes it here. I have a theory that uh, if the middle road is right, could be Rabbi Kiveger, the couple times he quotes it, quoted the part that was the real manuscript, and the other ones didn't quote it. He has, yeah, that's right. I'm okay with it either way. He has a chuva about a pretty uh, drastic, uh, sad topic about Ma'abed Atzma Ladas, and he has a line in there that uh, says, yeah, the guy was complaining, life is difficult, uh, problems, this and that, then he basically said, well, if you really can't handle it, it's okay. You can. The rush probably didn't say that, or definitely didn't say that, and there are a couple of things in there like that that raised a lot of red flags, but Lamaisa Bikivega has his own svar that he thinks Nashama Paturis. He just says it's in the Basam Rosh. So we'll start tomorrow night. It's in the Mishal. Lamaisha is going to quote this also. But he's going to comment that keep in mind, not everybody agrees that's really the Rosh. And we'll pick that up on Mr. Shem tomorrow night.